The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. Doug Duda with you here at Memorial Field. We had some technical issues. We apologize for that. Millard North and Kearney getting ready to play some afternoon baseball. Had a chance to catch up with Kearney High coach Brad Archer. The Easter weekend wraps up with a little baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show as Kearney welcomes in Millard North in a top 10 battle. It seems like we say that a lot. Head coach of the Kearney Bearcats, Brad Archer, joins us. And Coach, you actually got a few days off to enjoy Easter. Coming off the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament, probably needed a couple of those days to catch up on some sleep. Well, we did. I think uh, the coaches and the players could <clears throat> use some extra time to catch up on sleep and get our arms uh, back healthy, et cetera. So uh, it wasn't all bad having a couple days off. Just recap the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. As you said, Tuesday's game real windy, almost let it get away. Then you come back and uh, play a long day of baseball on Wednesday. Made your first ever final. Didn't finish like you wanted, but uh, kind of a next step for the program. No, for sure. I thought uh, the hack tournament was very competitive, and obviously we had uh, competitive games in all three games uh, against Pius. We kind of jumped out to a lead and was able to uh, hold on and, and get a one-run victory there. And then against Southeast in the semifinal after a long wait, uh, getting to Lincoln about 2 o'clock in the afternoon and not starting our game till. I don't know what time it was, 5.30, 5.45, something like that. Uh, kids did a great job. That was a great game as well. Uh, we got behind early, but uh, was able to uh, put up a seven spot with the uh, big hit being uh, Braden Anderson's grand slam. But uh, kids competed hard. I thought uh, the pitchers that we threw all competed as well and gave us an opportunity to win, and, and we were fortunate enough to uh, win that semifinal game and make it to the finals. Brad Archer with us here on the pregame show. Coach, the team had their first home runs last week. Part of that might have been the win, but is it finally seeing the offense start to come along a little bit? I know this has been a struggle for you in the games that you've lost. Well, I think so. Uh, you know, I, our uh, three, four, five, and six hitters have kind of led the way. And anytime we can get anything uh, from the bottom of the order, which uh, we did early in the year with uh, Dylan Welch was really hot to uh, begin the year. But uh, I think our kids are coming around a little bit hitting the ball. But as far as home runs and those type of things are concerned, uh, you know, I would say for the majority of the season, as everyone knows, it's been uh, exceptionally windy here. And and most of the time the wind's either blowing straight in or it's blowing uh, out to right field. So uh, home runs are going to be a little more difficult in those situations. But uh, uh, as you alluded to, I think our, our kids are starting to swing the bat a little bit better. Uh, hopefully uh, we continue to eliminate uh, the number of strikeouts that, that we had early in the year, and that's a key as well. Unfortunately, Dylan Welsh got knocked out of the game there in the championship. Sounds like he may set out tonight, but you got a real busy week ahead, so that might be the best thing. Yeah, I, I don't uh, expect Dylan to play from what I'm hearing from uh, the trainers is that he's going to set out to, uh, at least today, and then we'll see what his prognosis is here the rest of the week. But uh, as you alluded to, we've got a tough one today against Miller North. Uh, Miller North got off to a slow start, but they played exceptionally well here the last uh, couple weeks, and I think they're a game or two above 500 now at this point in time. Uh, and then we top it off with a doubleheader at uh, number one rated uh, Crate Prep on Thursday. So uh, we've had some days off uh, since the hack tournament. We've got our arms uh, ready to go. So I guess as far as playing uh, 
these good teams throughout the state of Nebraska, we're going to be in a good situation pitching-wise, or at least the best situation that we can be in. Uh, we're going to start Braden Anderson today against uh, Miller North, and then uh, we'll have our number two and number three guys ready to go for that doubleheader against Creighton Prep on Thursday. Well, Riley and Lucas have kind of continued to grow in that two and three role, and because of the tournament and because of the games you'll see, you've had to like use a Tanner Johnson, uh, use some of the other kids uh, more. Have you seen the depth improve a little bit here? Well, certainly, and, and part of that is just being able to get those kids out there. Uh, Blake Radis has given us a, a few good innings as well, and, and, and an exceptional start against uh, Millard West. Uh, we started Tanner uh, in that final game on in the Hack uh, tournament there, and Tanner did an excellent job, to be honest with you. You know, we kind of lost the ball. Our left fielder couldn't see the ball. He kind of lost it in the lights, and that made for a very tough play on a fly ball for our shortstop to get out into short center or short left field. And, you know, if we make that catch, and then we had an opportunity to catch a foul ball uh, along the third baseline, uh, which we didn't get done. And then if we make that catch, you know, the, those first three runs that uh, Southeast scored would not have happened. And, and, uh, you know, we would have been up 3-0 at some point in time instead of fighting back to tie it at 3-3. But uh, Tanner's uh, first start of the year, he did an excellent job, came in through a lot of strikes and was able to uh, uh, get a curveball over the plate. And that, that's kind of been his struggle. But, uh, you know, that night he was able to mix some things up and keep uh, Southwest off balance. So uh, it was good to see from him, and, and uh, that'll pay off for both Tanner and our team uh, as we continue through the year here. Well, Coach, uh, let's get this week off to a good start today against Millard North. Appreciate the time. Okay, thanks, Doug. That's Brad Archer, head coach of your Cardi Bearcats, and we'll have more on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment... What matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Let's run down those starting lineups for you one more time. Brought to you by Five Points Bank for Millard North. It's center fielder Ben Weindel, second baseman Dane Garner, the shortstop Brandon Lundquist. At third, Carter Hunt, right fielder Aaron Einzel, the designated hitter is Bryson Gibson. Nate Augusta, the left fielder, Carson Obrecht at first, Josh Roaring, the catcher, and Ty Pankinen will be on the mound. And let's get things underway with Ben Weindel here standing in for Millard North. Left-handed batter, sitting at nine and eight. And he waves the bat. The first pitch from Braden Anderson is going to sail outside ball one. Of course, one of the early stories will be not having Dylan Welsh behind the plate here today after getting injured in the Hack Championship game. They expect him back later this week. Wind blowing out towards right. 
Fastball chopped back towards the middle. A little soft one hopper that Anderson handles. Underhands it over to Roseberry. And one up, one down. The start that Braden Anderson was hoping for. For Carney, it is Reese Bober at second. Dawson Stutz is at third. Corbin Rich in left. Tanner Johnson, the designated hitter, cleans up. Braden Anderson, the pitcher. Nolan Smith, the catcher. Carter Lee at short. Cash Roseberry at first. And Lucas Wagner in center. Peyton Larson is out and right. As Dane Gardner, the second baseman now for Millard North, stands in. Anderson, big over-the-top curveball in there for strike one over the inner half. Saw a lot of those 12 sixes from Southwest. Braden can command the baseball pretty good as well. Carney playing straight up defensively here against the Miller North second baseman. Anderson's pitch, fastball outside, ball one, one and one. So it'll be interesting to see. It shouldn't be a big deal when you get a different catcher back there. But uh, Dylan Walsh has caught just about everything, and especially Braden Anderson's games this year. The one one. Thought about it, let it go, low and away, ball two. Two and one to Garner. Brandon Lundquist will be on deck. Again, Millard North started one and four on the season. They're currently nine and eight. Had a nice little stretch there earlier this month against good teams as one's fouled straight back for strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Again, not a huge crowd with no school today. Figured a few more people might Work their way in here. Everybody else pretty much back at the job. Glad you're with us here on ESPN Tri-Cities. KXPN Carney. The 2-2 pitch. Anderson curveball going to be hit into right field. Larson has plenty of time. Drifts over and makes the catch. So two up, two down. Brandon Lundquist, the shortstop, comes in. Again, a reminder, not only are you listening on ESPN Tri-Cities, but at PlatteRiverPreps.com, ESPNSuperStation.com. And you can uh, thank our many sponsors, including our friends at Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. They are able to bring you our internet streaming and podcasts. So the first two men have been retired, and Braden Anderson. Kicks and fires a fastball that's going to be taken straight back to the screen for strike one. Take a look at this Millard North team offensively on the season. Lundquist leading them, hitting 413 on the season as a team, though. They're just hitting 258. Obrecht's next at 333, so very rare to see only a couple of guys hitting 333 or above as the fastball's right down the middle, upper half of the zone, called strike two. So Anderson trying to get out of here for a 1-2-3 inning to start things off against the Mustangs. Carney saw Millard North the very first year in districts. The pitch going to be taken high. Tried another fastball, but went up a little higher. It's a great pitch from Anderson since the last one was up in the zone and called a strike. Maybe he's going to chase this one, but Lundquist holds off. Carter Hunt would be next. Nobody on two out top of the first. The 1-2 bounces in the dirt. Ball two, way outside, and it's two and two. Again, defensively for Carney, Rich in left. Wagner is out in center. Larson is in right. Stutz at third, Bober at second. Roseberry's at first, and Carter Lee, your shortstop. Nolan Smith getting the start at catcher. And the 2-2 pitch from Braden Anderson. Fastball towered in the air, but that's going to get back and into the stands. One of the youngsters trying to size up the hop that it's going to take off the cement bleachers. And plays it perfectly, and will get his 50 cents from the concession stand. Three more of those, he can afford a soda. Five more, it's a hot dog, I think. 
Or maybe he'll just get a ring pop on one. Who knows? So Anderson not afraid to challenge the top hitter for Millard North and bring him the heat down the middle. And again, we'll try the two-ball, two-strike pitch here to Brandon Lundquist. And it's on the way. Curveball in there, strike three. Took a little something off of it, and he's going to be punched out. Lundquist wasn't so sure about that one, but three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. The one strikeout. And after a half an inning, it's Millard North nothing. Carney coming to bat. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball on ESPN. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes. In and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes, sprinklers with precision, plants with purpose, outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise, at Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own, and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Husker fans remember the moment on November 11, 1978, a day when the Cornhuskers came together to achieve a victory few thought possible. Now, Republican Jim Pillen is running for governor to win for Nebraska again. And Pillen's got a playbook. Tackle out-of-control property taxes, blitz big government mandates, block liberal ideologies like critical race theory from our classrooms, keep more of our kids here with great job opportunities, fight illegal immigration, defend agriculture, back the blue, end abortion, and grow our economy. The Pillen Playbook. I'm Republican Jim Pillen. There's no place like Nebraska, and working together, we will keep it great for all our kids and grandkids. I'd be honored to earn your vote. Jim Pillen, Christian Cornhusker Conservative for Governor. Paid for by Jim Pillen for Governor. We go to the bottom of the first, and Ty Pankinen will tow the rubber here for Millard North against Reese Bober, Dawson Stutz, Corbin Rich for Carney. And the first pitch is a fastball swung on and missed. Strike one by Bober. So Coach Brad Archer has tweaked the lineup as Carter Lee's been up top, but he just has struggled a little bit despite having a good game against Pius last week. And the 0-1 to Bober. Swung on and missed. Strike two. Pankinen comes into the ball game as Bober's hitting 417. 0-2. This will be his fifth appearance. Team has an ERA, though, of 4.46. His is at 9. The 0-2. Fastball out. One and two with Dawson Stutz waiting here on deck. Trying to get the leadoff man aboard here for Carney in the bottom of the first as North went one, two, three in the top half. The one, two to Bober. Up and away. So four pitches and really four heaters thrown there by Pankinen. Playing very deep at second and short is Millard North there. Not in the infield, even. 2-2 to Bober. Curve ball swung over the top of it. Strike three. And Bober is retired. 
That'll bring up Dawson Stutz, the third baseman for Carney. Stutz has been moving up from the bottom of the lineup as his bat has been getting a little bit hotter. Now, you look at his season average, it's 162, but he kind of raised it about 50 points in the last three games. The pitch to Stutz. Curveball. Called strike one. Looks like that outside corner is pretty big here in the first inning. That's what happened to Miller North's Brandon Lundquist when he was punched out there to end the half inning. The 0-1. Fastball fouled down the right field line, but it's going to get out of play. And it's quickly 0-2, so Pankinen's coming in and throwing strikes. Our high school baseball brought to you by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel and Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Overall, not a terrible afternoon, considering some of the days we've had here at Memorial Field. And the pitch, high, on a fastball, one and two. Corbin Rich would be next. Obviously, Carney always wants to get somebody on the bags when Corbin Rich stands in there. Carney finally found some home run power last week. One ball, two strikes, Stutz waits. And the pitch from Pankin and swung on and missed. He's got some pretty good velocity, two up, two down via the strikeout. And that'll bring up Corbin Rich. He's got that average back up to 5.09 on the season. Currently 51 degrees, it says here in Kearney. It says the wind's blowing out of the north-northwest at 7. I would have to say it's a little bit more than that. But, boy, anything in single digits is a welcome to the fans and players. First pitch is low and away, ball one to Corbin Rich. Again, looking for a little pop here to get the crowd going. No base runners yet for either team here in the first inning. And the 1-0 to Rich. He'll take a fastball high for the first time. We see Ty Pankin and down in the count here. Maybe being pretty cautious to the leading hitter on this Carney squad. Working quickly, the 2-0. Down the middle is ripped towards center, but it's lined right at the center fielder, Ben Weidel, who comes in and hauls it in. Rich smoked it, but he lines out to center field. So just like Miller North, Carney, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. A couple of strikeouts. We've played one inning, and we're scoreless on this Easter Monday here on ESPN Tri-Cities. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Nothing is better than cruising or fishing in a boat powered by a Yamaha outboard. They make fun dependable. This year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Get ready for summer at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. 
They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back to Memorial Field for Carney Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. And we had six up, six down to that first inning, so it's on to Millard North's middle of the lineup here against Braden Anderson. He'll start with a fastball outside to the third baseman, Carter Hunt. Then it's Aaron Einzel, the right fielder, and the designated hitter, Bryson Gibson, for Millard North. Scoreless first inning, obviously. And Millard North with a left-hander in there. Hunt will swing and flop it towards the Kearney dugout. And it is going to hit the net before Nolan Smith can get over there. Wasn't hit, fouled off too high in the air anyway. As we said, little consistency in about uh, five guys at bat between 3 and 3.33 here for Millard North. Carter Hunt, not one of those. He's hitting 2.73. Not a ton of power. Lundquist, though, as we said, leading hitter leads him in extra base hits. And the pitch fouled off the leg of the hitter, Carter Hunt, and it's now 1 and 2. So the guys are throwing strikes. Aaron Einzel on deck here for Millard North. That little three-game winning streak that they had, well, they had a five-game winning streak, but three of them were quality wins. We'll talk about it in a second. The one-two pitch from Anderson, fastball, called strike three over the outside corner. And so both of the Millard North players that were called out on strikes, obviously didn't agree, but maybe the zone a little wider than usual. For uh, Millard North, after the two, make it the two and five start, they beat Omaha West Side, Gretna, Papio South, Elkhorn South, and Omaha West Side before Millard West and Lincoln East gave them some problems. Big curveball to start off Aaron Eins on the right fielder is in there for a strike. They played in the Metro Tournament, of course, last week. Lost off the get-go to Bellevue West. Won a consolation game against Omaha Northwest. Fastball right over the outside corner. Strike two. Einzel thought about it, but did not take the full cut. So Anderson up 0-2. Comes set. And Anderson looking for a three-pitch strikeout. Won't get it because it's fouled straight back to the screen. And we'll do it again 0-2. Carney's setting today sixth in the wild card points. Games like these will be huge for Carney because Creighton Prep will be immensely tough. They move back to number one as the pitch is swung on and hit right back up the middle for the first base hit of the ball game. Was able to stay on a little change up there, and Einzel will single to center for our first base runner. Again, you get to have those top seven teams host districts. Carney hasn't had an opportunity to do that yet. You take a look at that schedule that's still in front of them. You never know how everything else is going to play out. But today, key game, even if Creighton Prep clips you a couple times, you need to go to Norfolk and win a couple. Then your home, Elkhorn North, will be a huge game. And then the rematch down at Lincoln Southwest. Those are kind of the big games for wild card points the rest of the way. And the first pitch is a big swing by the designated hitter, Bryson Gibson. He's behind it. The left-hander sends it out into the parking lot. For strike one. Gibson hitting 194. 
7 out of 36 so far this season, but he doesn't cheat himself, at least not with that swing. He's got three doubles and a home run. So when he does make contact, it flies. Anderson with a little flip over to first. Not much of a lead there from Einzel. One on, one out here. Top of the second. We're scoreless on ESPN Tri-Cities. Off day for the Royals today. They begin a series with Minnesota tomorrow here on ESPN. There is a little bit of NBA basketball that will be continuing for the next oh, quarter century. But uh, the playoffs, seriously, uh, will be on and off here as well on ESPN Tri-Cities. Throw over to first again. Not much of a lead over there. Some chatter from the dugout. And Anderson's pitch, the 0-1, up for ball one. A little out as well, one ball, one strike. So throw it out of the stretch for the first time. For some reason, that just seems to bother the Carney pitchers a little bit more as far as their control. Anderson's really pretty good about that, but now he throws over to first again. A little high, Roseberry. Showing some incredible vertical to haul that one down. I think you could put the Alaria and Odessa phone books under that. 1-1, one, one, Gibson waiting. And the pitch, little change up right in the heart for strike two. And a fooled Gibson, and it's one ball and two strikes. Nate Augusta is on deck for Miller North. Anderson slowing it down a little bit. Again, an average lead at first. The pitch, fastball out, ball two, two and two. To Bryson Gibson. Going to be thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you Carney Baseball throughout the season, Family Physical Therapy, and Johnson Landscape among those. Anderson enthralled with the runner at first. And Einzel has shown no signs of going anywhere in that line. The lead's not big. He does do a little tap dance over there, but he's not got a big lead at all. 2-2 to Gibson. Curveball hit right at the shortstop. Lee knocks it down, throws to second. Behind him, it's an error, and everybody's safe. It was not cleanly fielded by Carter. He went down to a knee. It rolled about a foot away from his glove. Then I still think in his head he was thinking double play, tried to rush the throw over to Reese Bober and threw it behind him, and that'll be a throwing error on shortstop. And so two on, nobody out. Got to let that one go. Gibson not the fastest guy, so you're thinking double play, and you end up with nothing. So Gibson's at first, Einzel's at second. Augusta at the plate, chopper towards third. It got by the third baseman. The runner's on his way. They'll have to hold him as Rich pulls in and throws it into his cutoff man, Dawson Stutz. That was smoked. Stutz made a stab at it. It went right by him for a base hit. And now the bases are loaded. So after retiring the first four batters, you've got the bases loaded and one out. Carney thinking they probably should be out of the inning. So now Carson Obrecht stands in there, the first baseman, with the bases jacked. Obrecht, the second leading hitter on the team at 333, and the curveball is in there for strike one. Anderson's had good command of his pitches so far, the changeup, the curve, the fastball. He's got eight and nine up here, but 
They're pretty decent hitters for where they're batting in the lineup. Obrecht, the first baseman for the Mustangs of Millard North. The 0-1 pitch to him from Anderson. Outside low. Ball one, one and one. Heinzel at third. Gibson at second. Augusta setting at first. One ball, one strike. Love to get a strikeout here if you're Anderson. The pitch. Just a little up. Try to change up. Up and in. Good take there by Carson Obrick. But this is just his seventh game played so far this season. He's only been at the plate a couple of times. That's why he's 333. He's one for three in batting eighth. The pitch. Fastball down the first baseline, but foul. I think that's Miller North's assistant down there does a pretty good Michael Jackson quick moonwalk to get out of the way. Two and two. So one of the reasons O'Brink down towards the bottom of the lineup. Don't use them offensively very often. So it's two balls, two strikes, and the base is jacked with one out. Top of the second, scoreless for the moment. Anderson kicks and fires, and again, fouled about the same spot. Out of play. So Obrecht staying alive. A lot of these guys play prospects on this Millard North team over the summer. And again, we'll try the 2-2 pitch to Carson Obrecht. Curveball just got a piece of it, so he's staying alive up there. Nice job by the first baseman for the Mustangs. His brothers play baseball at Wayne State. Pretty good pitchers. Now he's trying to make his mark here at the plate. Another 2-2 from Anderson. Fastball fisted out towards second. Bober dives, makes the catch. Nobody's able to advance. Nice play by Reese Bober because he was shading towards second base. It was off the fist, and he had to dive to pull that one in, and the bases will remain loaded here. Obrecht with a heck of an at-bat, but got jammed and popped out to the second baseman. So the bases remain loaded with two outs, and the catcher, Josh Roaring, steps in. Hitting 227 in his 10th game. Five for 22, five RBIs. One extra base hit. Anderson trying to pitch around an error here in the inning. And a couple of hits. The pitch to the number nine batter is high. Fastball, and he is disgusted with himself. Anderson's been doing a good job of getting ahead of the hitters, throwing first pitch strikes, not to all nine of the guys. But he has been getting ahead of the count. But now down 1-0. And the 1-0, fastball, there's the one, strike one. Roaring thought about it, but kept the bat back. One ball, one strike. Dave Cork, the head coach of Millard North, seeing if his number nine man can give him the lead. And the 1-1 from Anderson. He's just trying to throw fastballs by him. And the same thing, high, ball two, two and one. Kind of figured that's what he was doing when he missed on the first one with the disgust that he showed. And it just showed kind of the same emotion. 2-1. See if he can ride one in half here. The pitch. Swung on and fouled back 2-2. Anderson a pitch away from getting out of the jam. If he does reach safely, then back to the top of the order and Ben Weindel will 
check in. But Anderson wants to keep Miller North off the board. Got a chance to do it here. Bases loaded with two outs, a 2-2. Pitch to the number nine here, Roaring. Curveball swung on and missed. Took a little something off it and gets his third strikeout of the ball game. And Miller North will leave the bases loaded. No runs, two hits, one errors. Bases jacked, two strikeouts in the inning, three in the game for Braden Anderson. After an inning and a half, it's Carney and Miller North scoreless on ESPN Tri-Cities and ESPNSuperstation.com. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Opt Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Choose your Jeep and lock in a great price at Tom Dinsdale CDJR. During the Jeep Celebration event, we're offering employee pricing on all new vehicles on our lot or in transit. That's right. Get Jeep Celebration event incentives and employee pricing. If we don't have the perfect vehicle on our lot or on the way, we'll order it for you and protect the price. Find out more at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings Northside or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Offer expires April 30th, 2022. For more than a century, Aurora Cooperative has been a partner in the success of our owners. By focusing on the future with a portfolio of innovative solutions, services, products, and data, we add value to every aspect of your operation. At Aurora Cooperative, our goal is simple, to be your go-to resource for better information, better products, and better services so you can make better, more informed decisions all year long. Whether it's grain, agronomy, energy, aerial, or animal nutrition, we are tougher together. Aurora Cooperative. Welcome back to Memorial Field. All kinds of ways to pay your help. We're glad to have you with us. Dan and Kurt Schmidt are our umpires here today. Glad to have them with us. Grand Island's at home today, taking on Lincoln North Star. That's a doubleheader that's scheduled. And then Central City, Fullerton Centura's got Douglas County West. There's some soccer, but most of it's down in the Metro. Kearney Grand Island tomorrow night on News Channel Nebraska Television as we get to the bottom of the second inning here. And just like Miller North, the meat of the order, Tanner Johnson, Braden Anderson, Nolan Smith, and the first pitch swung through by Johnson, strike one, against Ty Pankinen, who went one, two, three in the second, or in the first. He's trying to do it here in the second, and he's going to get called strike two over the outside corner. So it's quickly 0-2 to Tanner Johnson. The lefty waves the bat. Chops one foul to keep it alive. Tanner's been hot and cold, but more hot this year offensively than cold. 333 right now. Couple of doubles. Good test today against Pankinen. Again, the 0-2 way out. Ball one, one and two. Braden Anderson, the Carney pitcher, is on deck. They're DHing for Pankinen for Miller North. But Anderson, for the most part, will always swing the bat. One and two to Johnson. Swung on the fastball and missed. Strike three. And three strikeouts in four batters here for Ty Pankinen. Maybe that's what got him in trouble as he's just kind of relying on the fastball against some of those Metro teams, and that's why he's 0-2. But 
Carney's usually a pretty good fastball hitting team. Corbin Rich, the only one to make contact, and he absolutely laced one, but it was right out to the center fielder, Ben Weindel. So Brayden Anderson tries to get it going, and the curveball low and away, ball one. Anderson retired the first four Millard North batters before they got something going here in the top half of the inning. Let's see if Carney can do the same. Pitch to Anderson. That's going to be a strike. Working that outside. Black, one and one. Again, we see a little wider strike zone both ways here so far in this baseball game. And a 1-1. That is a little too far out. Ball two, two and one. Nolan Smith on deck. He is doing the catching in place of Dylan Welsh, who got injured Wednesday in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. They're still going to give him this last day to get ready to go. Pitch is swung on and missed. Strike two. Carney having trouble catching up to the fastball of Ty Pankinen. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch to Anderson. There's a changeup that's fouled back and out of play. Count remains two and two. extra room down the left field line here. They don't anticipate anybody pulling the fastball. Pankinen delivers, and that's going to be up for ball three, and we have a full count. Our first full count of the baseball game here to Carney pitcher Braden Anderson. Bottom of the second, scoreless on ESPN. And the payoff pitch. Swung on and hit to right field, but it's going to be knifed foul and into the bullpen. Not for a moment he hit it square, but had a little tail, and we'll stay at three and two. Set the Millard North defense for you in just a second. Once again, though, a three-two pitch to Braden Anderson. Pankin and delivers, and that's going to be low and away. Ball four, so a one-out walk here for Braden Anderson. That'll bring up the catcher. Nolan Smith, see if they run. Yeah, they will. They're going to run for Anderson. Quinn Foster, number 20, in there as the courtesy runner. He's like the professional courtesy runner. Quinn Foster, number 20. All-time quarterback for both teams when you're playing in the backyard. Quinn's the all-time courtesy runner. That'll bring up Nolan Smith. Carney gets in a little bit better shape here if they can get the leadoff man aboard. And use some bunting, maybe some running. First time throwing out of the stretch, Pankin and hit towards center on the first pitch that he sees, but it's lined out again to Ben Windle. And Nolan Smith hit it well, but there are now two outs. And here's a part of the lineup now that has started to kind of struggle. Carter Lee dropping down in the lineup. Roseberry and Wagner have had a tough couple of games, so... Carney's going to need to produce here a little bit better in the 7, 8, 9 holes tonight against Millard North. Scoreless in the bottom of the second. And the left-handed hitter, Carter Lee, standing in there. Outside. Ball one. I think Carter's definitely got some potential here. If he knows the fastball's coming, he's been pretty successful. But uh, gets behind in the count. They nibble the corner on him. And the 1-0. He'll take it over the outside corner. Strike one, one and one. 
Coach Brad Archer flashing a ton of signs over there. Usually I thought he did that just to stay warm, but not necessary today. Two outs. Will they send Foster? No. Up and away, ball two. Two and one. So Carter Lee ahead in the count. Two outs. Quinn Foster, the courtesy runner at first. Cash Roseberry would be next. Pankinen doesn't want to work himself into a hole here after that walk. 2-1. Outside. Ball three. So pinpoint control to the first four batters. He threw a lot of pitches to Anderson before losing him on a walk. Now he's down in the count. 3-1 to the shortstop Carter Lee. The pitch is going to be a little low. Ball four. Plenty of the plate cover, but it was low. And so two walks now here in the second inning to go with the three strikeouts in the game. And that'll bring up the Carney first baseman, Cash Roseberry. Two on, two out. Carney looking for their first base hit here. Both these guys on via the walk. Went in order in the first. And out of the stretch, Pankinen. First pitch to Roseberry. Going to take the fastball. Called a strike a little high. But it will be called strike one. That was a borderline pitch right there that went the way of the pitcher, Ty Pankinen. Short lead away from second by Foster. And the 0-1. That is high. Ball one. One and one. Miller North left the bases loaded in the top half of the inning. Couple of singles around an error. And Braden Anderson was able to pitch around a bases loaded one out jam. One ball, one strike, two Roseberry. Curve ball up. Didn't have a whole lot on it. Two and one. Lucas Wagner would be next. So the count back in favor of Roseberry. I would have to anticipate you're going to see gas right here. And the 2-1. Gas swung on. Strike two. Two balls. Two strikes. Two on. Two out. Bottom of the second. Deuces wild here at Memorial Field on ESPN Tri-Cities. And Roseberry waits for the Pankinen 2-2 pitch. Fastball swung on and missed. Strike three. And that will be the fourth strikeout of the baseball game. Carney got a couple of walks. No runs, no hits, no errors. Two men left on base and two more strikeouts here for Pankinen. We're two complete here between the number nine and ten teams in Class A. Carney and Miller North are scoreless on ESPN. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. 
with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Out of the top of the order to begin the third inning here for Milano will step in there. He chopped back to the pitcher, Braden Anderson, to start the baseball game. And here the first pitch is going to be called out of the zone, ball one. Scoreless through two. Both teams had a chance in the second. Fastball out, ball two, two and oh. So it's Ben Weidel, Dane Garner, Brandon Lundquist, one, two, and three in the order to lead off here in the third. North left the bases loaded in the second. Anderson's pitch in there for strike one. Not afraid to still work the corner to the left-hander. On a 2-0 count. Carney no hits in the first two innings. They'd get a couple of walks. Fastball, fouled back. Strike two, two and two. High school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by Optical Gallery and Five Points Bank. Two and two to Weidel. The pitch. Big curveball that didn't. Ball three, three and two. Three strikeouts, no walks yet for Anderson. Gave up a couple of hits last inning. Miller North trying to get the leadoff man on for the first time of the ball game. And the 3-2. Swung on and punched down the left field line, but it's going to track foul. And the count will remain full. Don't forget, we're already halfway through April. That means nominate your athlete for the B&B Carpet Athlete of the Month. You can go to PlatteRiverPreps.com or our News Channel Nebraska website and nominate your athlete for Athlete of the Month. Another 3-2 pitch. Curveball got him to swing at it. That baby had a little movement, too. Waved at and missed for the fourth strikeout of the ball game for Braden Anderson. Getting back to our Athletes of the Month. One boy, one girl. McKenna Willis of Shelton. Dylan Cridle of Burwell. They are the winners for their outstanding basketball season and month that they had getting their teams down to the state tournament. So we go to Dane Garner. He flew out to the right fielder Peyton Larson first time, and here he'll take a hack and foul it straight back. 0-1. Again, Carney will go to Creighton Prep in Omaha for a doubleheader on Thursday, then up to Norfolk to play Omaha South and Norfolk on Saturday. Their next home game as the pitch comes in. Sails just outside on a breaking ball one and one. Will be one week from tomorrow, the next to last home game in the regular season against Bellevue East. We'll have that for you here on ESPN Tri-Cities at 4 o'clock next Tuesday. The 1-1. One, one. Fastball at the knees. Strike two, one and two to Garner with Lundquist on deck. Again, Carney soccer home tomorrow. Track, golf, tennis, all staying busy. They had a real busy early week last week. And the one-two. Thought about it. And did he go? No. Check swing appeal. After the drop, they're going to call it a ball anyway. Two and two. To the second baseman, Dane Garner. Again, wind pushing out towards right. 
Nobody on here with one out at the top of the third of a scoreless game. The 2-2 to Garner. Fastball outside, ball three. So the count full again. Doug Duda with you on KXPN Kearney. Here's part of our ESPN Tri-Cities. And Anderson out of the stretch. The pitch swung on and fouled away again. We've seen plenty of foul balls here today by this Millard North squad. So they're keeping the bat on the ball in our high school baseball brought to you by Schrock Medical Clinic. Impacting patients' lives by changing the face of medicine. Centrally located in Kearney, schrockmedical.com. So Anderson comes set another 3-2 to Garner. Fastball lifted to center. And coming over towards right center is Lucas Wagner. He'll track it down in the alley. And that's the second fly out for Dane Garner. Two up, two down here in the top of the third. And that'll bring up the shortstop, Brandon Lundquist, called out on strikes on a 2-2 count last time. He is their leading hitter in just about every category. Average, extra base hits, doubles. So he stands in there now with nobody on and two out at a scoreless top of the third. Monday afternoon baseball, the pitch. Jam towards short, coming over Carter Lee, makes a clean play, throw to Roseberry, over Roseberry, and safe on the throwing air is Brandon Lundquist. Cash had no chance at that one, almost went over the top of the dugout. Luckily for Carney, it didn't, and so Lundquist will remain at first base. That'll bring up the third baseman, Carter Hunt. He also went down on a called third strike. Left-handed batter here for Miller North. Looking for our first run of the baseball game. Hunt hitting 273 coming into the ball game. Been a part of all 17 contests. He'll look at that first pitch, a fastball over the outside corner for strike one. Braden Anderson is... Had a really good year. Of course, he gets out there and he throws against sometimes the top teams that they have played, but he is 3-0 in his seventh appearance of the year. The pitch swung on and fouled away. Behind that one, Hunt 0-2. An even 2 ERA. According to our updated stats, 31 strikeouts, 16 walks. The pitch, close, but ball. Over the outside portion of the plate, one and two. Aaron Einzel, who had the first hit of the game, waiting on deck here for Millard North. Let me look at those again. Anderson has 29 strikeouts, nine walks so far this season in 21 innings worth of work. The one-two pitch. Curveball, the runner was going, and it's fouled away on top of the Carney dugout. So Lundquist got the jump, but has to trot his way back. One on, two out, scoreless. Top of the third, Carney and Millard North. Carney will have 9-1-2 when we get to the bottom of the third. Lucas Wagner will start it off. And Anderson again, the one-two. Fastball right down the heart, swung on and missed. Strike three 
And that is now five strikeouts in the baseball game. No runs, no hits, one error, one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the third. It's Carney and Miller North remaining scoreless here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Just kind of stubbed their toe here in the last few games. They're 3-5 and five in their last eight to get to 24-12. and 12. But Arizona was in Omaha for the College World Series last year. Been ranked most of the season. And then they will be on Fox Sports FS2 tonight. It was supposed to be FS1. They have the USFL rights, the new football league. There's a makeup game already from Rain, so that's what's going on there. Lucas Wagner will step in here for Carney as we go to the bottom of the third. He'll take one for called strike one. Scoreless here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Pitcher's duel, a lot of strikeouts so far. Ty Pankin in the pitcher will take one up top. Four ball one, one and one. He struck out four, walked two. Carney's still looking for their first hit. And Wegner swung on and missed. Strike two. Lucas has struggled at the plate so far this season. Have to give him some time, though, defensively in center field. Where he's already tracked one down in this baseball game. The one, two. Going to be low and away. Ball two, two and two. Lucas really didn't get a lot of at-bats here until this last week. Hitting 167, the 2-2. Two, two. Swung on and missed, strike three. Great placement of that fastball just outside the black. And down on strikes is Lucas Wagner. Carney 0 for 9 that first time through the... Uh, Order, 0 for 7 if you want to count the two walks as you should, but that is the fifth strikeout. Only two Kearney batters have put the ball in play, Nolan Smith and Corbin Rich. Bober struck out the first time. He'll take one off speed for strike one. And Ty Pankinen comes into the game with a 9 ERA, but has looked really good here so far. The pitch swung on and fouled right back over our heads. For strike number two. Then it's Dawson Stutz. Carney got two walks in the second, but couldn't get anything done with them. And the pitch way outside. Backhanded there by Josh Roaring. Actually, both pitchers have done a good enough job that it's made it fairly easy on the catchers. I don't think we've got anything to the screen yet. One and two to Bober. Outside, fastball, 2-2. High school baseball brought to you by Kearney Catholic High School, a proud supporter of this high school baseball game, preparing students academically and spiritually for a life of service to the church and community, CarneyCatholic.org. Appropriate for an Easter Monday. Time called. And now Pankin and ready to go again. The 2-2 to Bober. That's low and away, so... Jumped out with a nice lead here on Bober, and he has thrown three out of the zone now. He has walked Anderson and Lee. 3-2, Bober skies it towards right. That is playable on the run. Aaron Einzel towards the foul line in foul territory. He'll grab it for out number two. So Bober fouls out to right, and that'll bring up the third baseman, Dawson Stutz, who also went down swinging. His first time up, moving up in the lineup. He'd been down there towards the bottom third, but kind of switched him and Carter Lee in the lineup today. 
And the first pitch to Stutz is a fastball ripped towards right center. That might find the alley back, 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 and over the right fielder Aaron Einzel's head. There's the first base hit of the ball game for Carney. And Stutz, thinking about it, will slow down and stop at second base. So just like that, Carney's got a guy in scoring position for their leading hitter. Corbin Rich, who absolutely laced one, but right at the center fielder, Ben Windham. So Stutz lofting the double to right field. And a chance here for Carney to get something across the plate if they could get two hits back-to-back here. That is the third double of the season for Stutz. He's also got a couple of triples. First pitch to Rich. Try a curveball. That's going to be just up. Ball one. Again, this is really the only guy that he fell behind on through the first rotation. Even the walks, he was ahead in the count. And the 1-0 to Corbin Rich. Fastball out, got away from the catcher, but not going anywhere. Was Stutz, he wasn't quite sure. Probably got away far enough to get there, but didn't get out of the stance quite quick enough, and it's 2-0. Tanner Johnson on deck. Carney coming off their first hit of the ball game here in a scoreless bottom of the third, still two outs. The pitch to Rich. Thought about it high. Ball three. Pankinen got behind him 2-0 and then put it right down the middle, and he crushed it. He doesn't want to make that mistake again, and they just say, forget it, we're going to walk you. (laughs) We're not even going to throw a 3-0 pitch. So Corbin Rich will draw the walk, and that will leave it up to Tanner Johnson. He went down swinging to start the second inning. So for the second straight inning, two on, two out for Carney. And the cleanup hitter, Tanner Johnson. He could flick something over the third baseman, Hurt's head here. That'd be just pure beauty. The pitch. Going to be some heat a little low, though, ball one. Not that Tanner couldn't put one in the right center gap either, but a lot of room going the opposite way, and Carney's kind of been behind on a lot of these fastballs from Pankinen. The 1-0. Fastball towered in the air into short center field. In comes the center fielder, calls off everybody, and Ben Windle will haul it in in short center. Zone for Carney, no runs. They do pick up their first hit of the game. No errors for Millard North. Two men left on base. We are through three complete, just a little under an hour, and it is scoreless here on ESPN Tri-Cities between the Bearcats and Mustangs of Millard North. Tri-Cities, we go to the top of the fourth. This baby is scoreless. As Braden Anderson of Kearney and Ty Pankinen of Millard North have dominated this baseball game. And Aaron Einzel will start it off here, 5-6-7 for Millard North. He had the first hit of the game, a solid single on an 0-2 pitch right back up the box, and he'll take one here low for ball one, 1-0. One so far for Millard North, no runs on two hits, two Kearney errors. They've left four men on. Anderson has struck out five, walked no one. And the 1-0, swung on and fouled back. Strike one for Carney. No runs, one hit, no Millard North errors. They've left four men on. Pankinen has struck out five, but he has walked three. Aaron Einsel, Bryson Gibson, Nate Augusta, the three up here in the fourth for Millard North. Here's one hit towards left. Overstuts his head. And Aaron Einsel is two for two here for Millard North. As Rich quickly gets it back in. Didn't crush it, but enough to get it to the outfield 
Grass here slash turf at Memorial Field. So the third hit of the ball game for Millard North. Two of them for the right fielder, Aaron Einzel. Right field power. That'll bring up the designated hitter, Bryson Gibson. He reached on an air his first time up. And Anderson was able to work around that bases loaded jam in the second. Pitch to him is called strike one. Again, a little on the outside portion. Gibson doesn't cheat himself. We talked about that his first at bat. He absolutely smoked it at Carter Lee, and then Lee threw behind the second base bag, drew Bober off, or they would have forced out Einzel. Throws back over to Einzel at first, but he's back. Dancing again, throws over to Roseberry. Easily saved. Dan Schmidt behind the plate. Kurt Schmidt out there in the field. Our umpires for this afternoon's game. Of course, JV will follow. And the 0-1. Big curve doesn't. Had a little velocity on that one, too. And Gibson, even in the count now, one ball, one strike. Does not look like the kind of guy that's going to drop down a bunt any time this century. Throw back over to first. Just trying to keep Gibson off balance there, make him stand to the batter's box a little longer. 1-1 on the way, outside, ball 2, 2-1. Two Ed Augusta is on deck. He has the other hit here in the game. Two and one. Green light here for the big left-hander for the Mustangs. And the pitch. Swung on and missed. There goes the runner. Throw down to second. Good night. Good night. Carter Lee covering. Nolan Smith threw him out. Didn't get the biggest jump on that hit and run because Gibson swung at one that was just a little up. That gave Nolan Smith a little bit better throw down. And the stolen base attempt wiped out for out number one. So for the first time, Little North got a man on base and got him wiped out. Now the pitch. Swung on and hit towards second. It's a very slow roller. Roseberry went to cover it. They'll have to throw to the pitcher. He's safe. The runner ran in to the pitcher, Anderson. The ball was dropped. That's going to be an infield hit for Bryson Gibson. So an infield single. It didn't matter that Roseberry went to cover it. It was such a slow roller. That coming over, Reese Bober picked it up. Anderson got over there. It's just that Gibson was able to beat it out. Hit it where they weren't. And that'll bring up the left fielder, Nate Augusta. He singled in the second. One on, one out. We're scoreless here in the top of the fourth. Millard North and Carney, come on up and catch some baseball. You don't really want to be at the office anyway, right? Short lead away. And the pitch. Fastball out. Ball one. On deck, Carson Obrick. As Carney High trying to keep Millard North off the scoreboard here. Three might be enough. One might be enough. The pitch. Swung on. Check swing. He went around. 
Strike one. Tried to hold off on a high fastball from Brayden Anderson, but Augusta is down and around for strike one. One ball, one strike, one out, one on. Scoreless here in the top of the fourth. Anderson checks the runner. Gibson, he's not going anywhere. And the pitch. Big swing and a miss and a curveball. Way out ahead of that one. Strike two. So he got him to chase one there. Let's see if he gets him to chase another one right here. And Nate Augusta. Anderson out of the stretch. And fires another curveball. Ooh, just missed. The last one was out of the zone. This one was right down the heart, and they say it's too high. Ball two. Two and two. Throw it again. Two balls, two strikes to Augusta. And the pitch. Fastball swung on and couldn't catch up. Out number two. Strikeout number six of the ball game for Braden Anderson, and that'll bring up the first baseman, Carson Obrecht. He had a heck of a battle the first time he was up there, fouled off numerous pitches, and then got one off the handle that Reese Bober actually had to dive for over at second base to make the play in the hole. And Obrecht waving the bat, the right-handed hitter. Pitch, off speed in there, strike one, 0-1-1. Runner at first is Gibson. He singled. A couple of hits here for Miller North, but got caught stealing. And the 0-1. Obrecht waits. Here it comes. It's going to be a fastball out for ball one, one and one. Four hits now in the baseball game for Miller North. Carney with just one here in the top of the fourth. We're scoreless. 9 and 8 Miller North, 10 and 6 Carney. And Anderson with the 1-1. One, one. Change up, outside corner, strike 2. That's that same sweeper, just didn't have as much action on it as the one that Augusta swung on and missed. One strike away from getting into the dugout here for the Bearcat defense. And the 1-2 pitch from Anderson to Obrecht. Fastball outside. Popped out of Smith's glove, but nobody's going anywhere, and it's two and two. John Roaring, the number nine hitter, would be next if Obrecht can keep this inning alive. When Carney gets to the bottom of the fourth, it'll be Anderson Smith Lee, five, six, and seven for the Bearcats. Anderson, the two two. Curveball low, ball three, and the count is full. To the Mustang first baseman, Carson Obrick. Anderson now. Not holding, of course, the runner on at first. Roseberry backs off the bag. The 3-2. Going to be up and away. Ball four. The first walk issue to the ball game by Braden Anderson. So two on and two out. Here in the top of the fourth, the catcher, Josh Roaring stands in there. He went down on strikes, and Braden Anderson just fed him a whole bushel basket full of fastballs. He missed on a couple up out of the zone and was frustrated about it. He would like to just throw three right by him here. But now you make contact and a chance for Miller North to get the lead. 
and the pitch. Fastball outside. Ball one. Bryson Gibson better be careful with his dancing down there. He has a big enough lead that Carney could throw behind him at Carter Lee. Anderson thought about it, didn't do it. And the pitch. You're going to call strike right at the letters. Upper part of the zone there on Roaring. So Anderson gets a much-needed strike call there. One ball, one strike. We're still scoreless, top of the fourth. Two men on, two men out. Anderson's pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two on a fastball. So trying to retire the number nine hitter, Josh Roaring, for the second time. And might get him on strikeouts both times. One pitch away. Looking at the sign from his catcher, Nolan Smith. The pitch. Fastball, strike three. Set him down. And strikeout number seven through four innings for Braden Anderson. Works around two hits and a walk. There were no runs, two hits, no errors, and two men left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's still scoreless here in Kearney between the Bearcats and Millard North on ESPN. Doug Duda back with you here at Memorial Field as Braden Anderson will stand in and take strike one here from Ty Pankinen as the bottom of the fourth begins. Then he's going to throw off speed high for ball one. So one and one. It is scoreless at Memorial Field. A big thank you to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue, Carmen Grant, all the folks at Carney High for their hospitality as we bring you Carney Baseball on ESPN. Pankinen working quickly, fastball low, two and one. After Anderson, Nolan Smith, then Carter Lee. As Carney tries to get something going with only one hit in the game. Fastball outside, swung on and missed, strike two. I say outside, but it probably would have been called a strike considering the way the zone has been today. Nothing egregious, just giving a big corner out there. Two and two to Anderson. He ended up working his way to a walk first time. Here's one that's low, and we've got another full count. Pitcher versus pitcher. They went the distance. Here in the bottom of the fourth. Little North tie panking in. Against Anderson, the 3-2. Swung on, hit back up the middle. Shortstop charges in Lundquist. Has it, throws, and just got him. Bang, bang, over at first. Nice play as Anderson is out by a quarter of a step. And that is the first time the infield has had to make a play in this baseball game for Millard North. And a nice job by Lundquist. Of course, leading hitter, shortstop, kind of the top prospect here for Millard North. That'll bring up Nolan Smith. Flew out to center field in the second inning. And he's doing the catching today. Takes a change up high, ball one. One and oh. Carney hasn't looked to lay down a bunt yet in the baseball game. Sometimes do that to throw things off. Swing and a foul. Strike one. Smith swung at the first pitch he saw from Pankinen. Lofted it out to center. Carney does have action going down in the bullpen. And the 1-1. Curveball hit towards left, but right at the outfielder, Nate Augusta. And he is going to haul it in. So Carney's at least starting to put the bat on the ball. But second fly out here for Nolan Smith. And that'll bring up Carter Lee, who worked a walk the first time he was up. 
Warming up in the bullpen is Lucas Wagner for Carney. And the first pitch to Carter Lee is going to just miss for ball one. So one of two things, you try to split the game between Wagner and Anderson and have them available for Creighton prep. Because let's be honest, Saturday, Norfolk and Omaha South are both below 500. Or you just let Anderson go and use Riley Miller and Lucas on Thursday. But Wagner warming up. Ball two comes in here to Carter Lee. Swings at the 2-0 pitch. Little number towards second. Charging, scooping, and making the play is Dane Garner. So the infield got some action that inning. And Carner, Carney goes three up and three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base, but nobody struck out either. Four complete. Here at Memorial Field, in scoreless between Millard North and Carney High. And for Millard North, back to the top of the order. One, two, three. Ben Weidel, he squared to bunt, but the pitch was way outside. And it's going to be called a ball, it looks like. Dane Garner, Brandon Lundquist. I thought he actually, no, he did signal strike, and now they changed the board. It is a strike. So he offered one that was out of the zone. Now he'll take a curveball in there for strike two. He's chopped back to the pitcher and struck out as the Millard North center fielder. Braden Anderson here in the fifth. Gone the distance, seven strikeouts. The pitch, looking for number eight, check swing, but didn't go. It was low and away. Ball one. Dane Garner would be next. Again, four hits, two of those from the right fielder, Aaron Einzel, who is fifth in this inning if they get to that far. Both teams have had opportunities, just haven't produced. Fastball behind that one and out of play. High school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities brought to you by Carney ENT and Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. One and two. Try it again here for Anderson. The line of the pitch bounces off the plate. Ball two, two and two. Again, Lucas Wagner was warming up between innings. He is the center fielder, just in case. Pitch count, not really a problem at the moment. And with Anderson going this deep, they'd like to get all seven out of him. The pitch, fastball hit towards short. Lee in the hole, can't get there. Base hit. Ben Weindel with his first hit of the contest. And for the first time, excuse me, the second time, because Einzel let off with a single in the fourth. So for the second time, the leadoff man is aboard here for this baseball team from Miller North. And Dane Garner will stand in there. Second baseman is hit it in the air twice, flown out to the right fielder, Peyton Larson, flown out to the center fielder, Lucas Wagner. And now that your leadoff man is aboard, you may have some opportunity to steal a base. You may see Garner lay down a bunt here. He squares to bunt. And the pitch pulls it back. It is just a tick high. Ball one. He showed bunt way early before Anderson even got in the stretch, and then he pulled back with kind of no intent to do anything, and he took it high, ball one. Line of the lead over at first. 
the pitch. Swung on and fouled straight back, one and one. Brandon Lundquist, the leading hitter, is next. Carter Hunt would be after that. About the only difference is that Carney's got a couple of errors and Miller North has issued a couple of walks in this game. Scoreless in the top of the fifth. And the throw back over to first, back in plenty of time. It seems like the game's been moving along, but we are about an hour 15 in. Here in the top of the fifth. So after the throw to first, Anderson comes set here to Dane Garner in the 1-1 pitch. Curveball just high. Ball two, two and one. Anderson does not want to work himself into trouble here in the fifth. Let's see what we can get done here. Comes to the stretch. This would be a time to go. The 2-1, high ball three. Only one walk in a ball game, and you cannot issue a walk here before the best hitter on the baseball team comes up. So looking for one fastball here is Dane Garner. Hitting 322, two doubles, 19 out of 59. The 3 1. Fastball down the middle. Might have even taken just a tad off of it to make sure he got it in there. Strike two. Three balls, two strikes. Got a pretty good hitter up there. Do they send Windle? Or do you just make sure that somebody's on base when Lundquist comes to the plate? Three and two. Braden Anderson comes set and the pitch. He's going. Fastball high. Ball four. That's the thing when there's really no room for error in a scoreless ball game. That brings up Lundquist. Called out on strikes in the first. Reached on an error in the third. Rounded it to shortstop and the throw went over Roseberry's head. So the second walk of the ball game. Issued by Braden Anderson. Now it gets tough. Carney's going to play in at the corners. Signals being made here so that the defense knows what to do. Second baseman, Reese Bober, covering the bag. They bunt it towards first. You're going to have all kinds of problems. Anderson's pitch. In. Fastball. Ball one. Carter Lee ran to second base like there was going to be a play on, but Anderson wasn't paying any kind of attention and just brought the pitch home. Things slowing down here. Anderson needs to get it out. The 1-0. Big swing, and he missed. Strike one, one and one. Lundquist came up empty. So for the first time, Miller North two on and nobody out. No intentions of bunting. I'm almost surprised Carney is still sneaking in Roseberry at first. This kid is not going to bunt. But if he does, then I'm wrong, so we'll see. Got to play this. Got to play the percentages. 1-1, one, one, skied in the air at first base. It's going to float into foul territory. Right fielder Larson can't get to it, and it falls into no man's land as the wind just kind of kept pushing that away from first, and it got out there about a third of the way into the outfield as far as foul territory goes, Bober actually probably was the closest to it. 
But it is strike two, so now it's one and two to Brandon Lundquist. With Weidel at second, Carter at first, nobody out. Carter Hunt on deck. Anderson trying to work out of his second jam of the ball game. North left the bases loaded in the second. Timeout Anderson. He wants to talk to his catcher, Nolan Smith. So Smith will make the trek out there. Our high school baseball is brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney. Go online to florangchiropractic.com. Monday baseball still scoreless, top of the fifth, but Millard North threatening again with two on and nobody out. Anderson's had a good work ethic here against the leading hitter for Millard North, Brandon Lundquist. After the meeting, the one-two pitch. On the way, curveball inside. Boy, he was bailing out of there. It just didn't break enough. That one started well inside. Two balls, two strikes. Two on, nobody out. Scoreless, top of the fifth. Kearney has not been very effective at the plate, although they did put the bat on the ball all three times in the last half inning. The 2-2. Fastball hit towards right. Backing up is Peyton Larson. Back, back, back. That's over his head. It's off the base of the wall. And the first run of the baseball game will score, and runners will be held at second and third on another one that the wind pushed. It didn't look like Lundquist really crushed that. But now things opening up for Miller North as Lundquist doubles to right for the game's first RBI. Garner will stand at third. That's a big, big hit. And now Miller North in really good shape to scratch out a 3-0 lead with runners at second and third and nobody out. Carter Hunt has went down on strikes twice. Now Anderson probably got to worry about getting some strikeouts. Carney's going to pull the infield in. Lundquist is about a third of the way to third, and so Anderson steps off the bag. Carney might be okay to have a coach's visit to the mound just to talk to the infield, settle them down here, make sure they're all on the same page. Lee backs up to hold the runner a little closer to the bag. And the pitch. Called strike one. Outer corner. Saw a lot of pitches on that outside black from both teams in the first couple of innings and getting the call. 0-1 to Hunt. As Anderson stares in. Long look at second. The 0-1. Fastball hit to left. Corbin Rich comes in. He'll size it up. He'll make the catch. Not a chance. Oh, they are going to tag. You're dead meat. They got him. They got him at the plate. The throw was just a little bit up the line, but Nolan Smith made the grab and tagged out the base runner, Dane Garner. Corbin Rich put it on a rope. It was just a little up the first base side and taking the chance. And, you know, I guess in the end, it took a really, really good throw to throw him out. But Carney is going to get two outs there and might now have a chance to get out of here with just giving up the one run. Nice play by Corbin Rich. So staying at second is Lundquist, now two out here in the inning. 
And Anderson facing Aaron Einzel. He's two for two. The only kid in the game that can say that. He'll take a swing at the first pitch. Fastball is by him, strike one. And both of them have been basically back up the middle to center field. So Einzel's got another shot here. Gibson, who's next, has also been on base twice. And the 0-1 from Braden Anderson. Time called. And again, Lundquist dancing back there. But again, you have to remember, two outs now. Advancing to third doesn't really give you anything here, especially with the control. But all that would be is if the ball would get to the screen once he gets to third. I doubt that Miller North is going to take that gamble. The risk and reward, as Jimmy Langan always says. Pitch is high. Ball one, one and one. Lundquist has got enough speed that anything that gets to the outfield, they're going to send him. Especially since Carney's playing fairly deep. And now, Matt Conant is coming out to talk to Braden Anderson. I don't know if it's about that very thing. But we have a 1-1 count. A rare visit in the middle of the count. Maybe that wasn't the pitch he was looking for. Coach Conant signals him in. That didn't take very long. He's already headed back. Nolan Smith still out there, though, talking to Braden Anderson. One run is across. It's the only run of the ball game. one nothing Millard North. We had runners at second and third after that double from Brandon Lundquist. But Corbin Rich threw out Dane Garner trying to tag from third. And so now there's two outs with Lundquist at second. One and one. The meeting is over, and Anderson ready to bring it home to the right fielder, Aaron Einzel, who's already two for two, the 1-1 pitch. On the way, and pop foul. Our high school baseball on ESPN is brought to you by Hellman Maine, Costler and Cottle, and Family Physical Therapy. A decent Monday afternoon for baseball. Glad you're joining us here on ESPN Tri-Cities. One pitch away, get that Carney defense in the dugout. They'll throw back to second. Lundquist got back in there. Good job by Reese Bober dropping that knee to try and block the bag so that you had to slide around his knee, and Lundquist did, but it was close. Bober has been coached well. 54 degrees, wind under 10. The one-two. Called, strike three, and fastball at the knees will set Aaron Einzel down, but our first run of the ball game has come across the plate. Millard North, one run on two hits, no Carney errors, one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth. Millard North one, Carney nothing here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Nine and one come to the plate here in the Bottom of the fifth, now trailing by a score of one to nothing after North finally scratched one across there in the top half of the inning. Cash Roseberry, Lucas Wagner, Reese Bober. And we are going to have a pinch hitter, it looks like, for Carney. Jace Gappa is going to come in and pinch hit for Roseberry. Gappa's going to be in his fourth game. This will be his fourth at bat. So he stands in there. 
Ty Pagan has been the starting pitcher. He's went the distance. Fastball fouled back into the netting for strike one. And the 0-1. Curveball popped into short right field, but that's got enough wind underneath it that backing up is going to be Einzel to make the play. And Gappa will fly out to right. Didn't think that had as much on it as it did. I was just about to say the time, only time we saw Gappa play here at home, he reached base safely, grounding over to the shortstop. Not that time, though. And Lucas Wagner stays in the ball game. Yes, he does. He went down on strikes his first time up. The pitch swung on and popped up. Shortstop coming in, third baseman calls him off, and Carter Hurt will haul it in just behind the pitcher's mound. Fooled him on one there. Got out ahead of that off speed, so two pitches and two outs. That'll bring up Reese Bober for Carney High. So Pankinen isn't really doing anything special in this baseball game. He's just throwing a lot of strikes. He's walked a couple. Pitch to Bober. Fastball called a strike down the middle. A little high in the zone, but it was in the upper part of the zone for strike one. He has struck out and fouled out to right field. The 0-1 outside, ball one. Stutz would be next. Here in the bottom of the fifth. Carney just one hit in the baseball game. Bober tries to make it two, flicks it down. Out of play over the dugout. Millard North starting to keep some people warm down there. Can't tell you who it is because he's warming up with his sweatshirt on. But again, both pitchers have done just fine and have plenty of pitches left in the pitch count. The 1 2 to Bober, high, 2 and 2. Two balls, two strikes. Dawson Stutz has the only hit of the game. It was a double over the. Right fielder's head. The pitch to Bober hit him. He kind of stuck his arm out. Oh, they're going to say, no, stay here. Ball three. <laughs> so Bober saw the curveball and leaned into it. Brad Archer's not going to argue it, although he's not agreeing with it. Three and two. Full count pitch to Bober. Fastball hit to center field, but again, right at Ben Weinel. He only moved like a foot. And so Bober will line out to center. And it's another 1-2-3 inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. Again, every baseball was put in play, but Carney's hitting them where they are. And we go to the top of the sixth. And it looks like Braden Anderson is done. Coach uh, Brad Archer just sent him back into the dugout. We'll go to the sixth and let you know what's happening. one nothing Millard North here on ESPN. Now Lucas Wagner is going to come into the ball game, and Braden Anderson is going to flip with him and go out to center. Braden pitched extremely well. Eight strikeouts, gave up two walks, six hits, and one run in the ball game. And so they take him out after five innings. It's Bryson Gibson, Nate Augusta, Carson Obrecht, 6, 7, and 8 here to start the sixth for Millard North. They lead it 1 to nothing in the first pitch. Just up. Ball one. Gibson with a check swing. 
Kept it in there safely. And Wagner. Fastball high, ball two. Gibson reached on an error in the second and singled in the fourth. The DH takes one over the inner third for strike one, two and one. So Anderson to center, doesn't change anything else. He shades it just a little bit to pull against the left-hander, Gibson. And he'll foul it back off the netting, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. one nothing. Millard North has the lead here. And Lucas Wagner, off speed, chopped towards the hole. First baseman Roseberry grabs it. He'll flip it under his hand, and everybody's safe. Roseberry was deciding whether he could get there. Wagner didn't get to the bag in time. And an infield single for Bryson Gibson. He just got there before Wagner did. That's a couple that have just kind of drooped over there. We're going to get a courtesy runner for the big man. And coming in there will be Michael Hugelman. A junior, Michael Hugelman, will be over there to courtesy run or pinch run for the DH. But you've got one-time re-entry, so that's what you're going to see here in the sixth inning. Just in case he has to bat again, he prop well, for Carney, they hope he doesn't. That'll bring up Nate Augusta. He singled and struck out. Squares to bunt and pulls it back for strike one. Dawson Stutz was way in there at third base. 0-1-1. Haven't seen a bunt in the ball game. We've seen a couple guys do that square and pull the bat back. But nobody's laid one down. Augusta squares again. Wagner holds him, pulls back, swings and misses. Strike two. 0-2. And our next broadcast is a week from tomorrow when Bellevue East comes to town. Four o'clock scheduled first start. First pitch here on ESPN. Wagner, the 0-2 pitch. Fastball, strike three, called. That was a beauty. Painted the outside portion of the plate. And Wagner will get his first strikeout. That'll bring up the first baseman, Carson Obrecht. He flew out to the short or to the second baseman and then walked in his two plate appearances. One nothing Millard North top of the sixth. Carney will have two, three, and four when they come back as the throws over to first. Gibson, excuse me, it's not Gibson, it's the pinch runner Michael Hugelman back in there. You're listening to KXPN Carney. PlatteRiverPreps.com are entered streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Wagner comes set. And the pitch. Fastball right down the heart. Strike one. As we are here in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth at Memorial Field, bringing you this Monday game against the Metro. Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Throw back over to first. No balls, one strike to the first baseman, Carson Obrecht. Josh Rowing would be next. 
Only one out. And Wagner comes set big lead at first. There he goes. Fastball, strike, throw down, safe. He has a big lead and a good jump. Now Obrecht is down to the count, 0-2. But we've got the stolen base for Hugelman. Again, thing here is Wagner concentrated on the number eight and nine guys. Don't even worry about him. And try to get to the bottom of the sixth. Wagner looks at the runner. Got a nice lead. The 0-2 outside. Good block there by Nolan Smith, 1-2. It's the one thing you can't afford. And Braden Anderson didn't really work Nolan Smith much at all. He had to maybe keep a couple in front of him through the first five innings. One on, one out. Here in the top of the sixth, one nothing Miller North. The 1-2 pitch from Wagner to Carson Obrecht. Kicks and fires. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Fastball well placed over the outer third. And back-to-back strikeouts now for Wagner after Gibson had that little tap infield single. That'll bring up the catcher, Josh Roaring. He has went down on strikes both times to end the second and the fourth. And Carney would like to see that happen here to end the sixth. But both of those are against Braden Anderson, so he's probably happy to at least see somebody different. And Wagner, the pitch. Fastball, good frame job there by Nolan Smith, called strike one. Again, plenty of sports going on this week. Conference soccer tournaments we talked about. The Husker volleyball team goes to Grand Island Saturday. The 0-1 pitch from Wagner. Big lead over there at second, and he'll bring it home inside. Ball one, one and one. Carney doesn't want to get caught with both the second baseman and shortstop that close to second base again. Wagner brings some speed in. One of them's got to make sure to cover their area. One and one. Carter Lee covers the throw back to second. He is in there safely. Good play. Good spin move. Ball was right where it needed to be. Lee caught it, slapped it on him. Braden Anderson was coming in from center to back it up. One ball, one strike to Roaring, the catcher who struck out twice. And Wagner's pitch. Fastball high. Two and one. Again, you're in that situation where you don't expect Hugelman to take off from second. But if he gets a big enough lead that something just gets into the outfield, then he scores. So that's why you're trying to hold him close. But you can't lose this batter. Two one pitch fouled straight back. Two and two. Ben Windle would be next. Seven hits in the ball game for Millard North. Carney still with just the one. Two two with two outs. The pitch. Curve ball up. Ball three. So Wagner. Decides to go with the curveball to the number nine hitter. Now he has to throw a strike. Three and two. Got to finish it here. Don't want to go to the top of the order. The three-two from Wegner. Swung on and hit into right field. That wind's going to push it. Larson back. He's under it. He's got it. So put a little tag on it. 
But after the leadoff single, Wagner gets out of here. No runs, one hit, no errors. One man left on, a couple of Ks. We go to the bottom of the sixth. Carney's still looking for some offense. They trail one to nothing here at home against Millard North. Welcome back to Memorial Field. Doug Duda with you on ESPN Tri-Cities 2-3-4. and four. Getting into the heart of the order here for Kearney, and they need to make it happen now. In the sixth, trailing 1-0, Dawson Stutz, Corbin Rich, Tanner Johnson. And the first pitch swung on and popped up down the first baseline, and it's going to get out of play. Foul. Strike one. Stutz struck out in the first. He has Kearney's only hit. First pitch he saw in the third, he doubled. Rich hit it hard and then walked. And Johnson has struck out and flown to center. one nothing. Ty Pankinen has went the distance so far here as he toes the rubber in the bottom of the sixth for Millard North. They're 9-8, Carney's 10-6, the pitch. Going to be a sweeper that's outside a little bit for ball one, one and one. Carney has not got their leadoff man aboard in this game. The pitch. Swung on and hit to right field. They just did. Base hit. Almost could have thrown that to first. It was hit so hard, but Eidsel scoops it up and doesn't try to play hero. And a base hit for Dawson Stutz. The only thing here is, is you're not going to see Corbin Rich bunt the baseball. This might be the only guy on the team. And I'm not going to say he won't because I think they've had him do it. The flashes of the signs are on here for Brad Archer, but got a guy hitting over 500 right here with Tanner Johnson on deck. The pitch to Rich swung on and fouled straight back. Strike one, 0-1. Again, Corbin lined out hard to center fielder Ben Windle in the first and then walked on four pitches in the third. That's the first time the first pitch to him has been a strike. This afternoon. Panking in out of the stretch. Hasn't had to throw out of the stretch very often. More walks than hits. The pitch. Curveball popped back out of play, and it's quickly 0-2. Dawson stuts the short lead over at first. It's a big 0-2 here. He can now afford to throw some junk if he wants to. His breaking ball hasn't been a huge breaker, but it's good enough. Change up, you should say. The 0-2 to Corbin Rich. Swung on just enough to keep that baby alive. Had to protect the plate over the outer corner there. Don't make the umpire call you out. Corbin Rich right on top of it. So Pankinen now has to bring another 0-2 pitch in here to Corbin Rich. The pitch. High. Ball one. Rich with probably the biggest play of the game. He hauled in a line out. There was runners at second and third and nobody out. Miller North tried to tag up, and he threw him out at the plate for a double play. Now a 1-2 to Corbin Rich. Breaking ball low, ball two. Good eye there by Rich. Tanner Johnson's on deck. That's one that makes the fans get a little nervous. Again, Stutz the lead away from first. 2-2 to Corbin Rich. Swung on and hit right at the third baseman who knocks it down. Only play is over at first, so it's like a bunt. And Rich will be retired by Carter Hurt. Again, 
That's been the story for Carney. They've hit a lot of baseballs, especially over the last three innings, but they're at somebody almost every time. That's just two feet farther to the right, and that makes it into left field. But instead, out number one in Tanner Johnson with a man in scoring position. He struck out and flown out to center, kind of a weak pop out to short center. So let's see if he can square one up here. Tanner's due. Got off to such a good start this season. Last week was pretty quiet. They play him pretty straight up. The pitch is hit towards center, but again, this is going to be playable. Coming in, coming in. It hits. It actually hits. That one got in front of Ben Windle and advancing to third. Johnson on his horse. A couple of them went deeper than I thought. That one went way shorter than I thought. Windle's gotten to everything, and Carney maybe gets their first break. As Tanner Johnson doubles into short center. Stutz had to wait, of course, and now he is at third. So two hits in the sixth after getting just one in the first five, and Braden Anderson has walked and crowded out to short. And be careful here. Brad Archer could do about anything, and Pankinen's going to go out of the full windup. The pitch to Anderson. Strike down the middle. Would love that to have been a ball because then you could look at a suicide squeeze. As you can hear the wind kicking up a little bit. Braden needs to put something in play towards the right side. The pitch. Swung on and missed, and that was an outside pitch too. It was in the strike zone, but it was strike two. So Anderson, the starting pitcher, now in center. Runners at second and third. But again, 0-2 count here. Got to put the ball in play. They're actually playing deep at every position. The 0-2. Going to be just up. A little out as well. 1-2. and two. Nolan Smith is next. Usually on this situation, you have the first and third baseman playing in a little closer. They're going to sacrifice the run to make sure that both don't score if Anderson can put it in play. The pitch to Anderson. Swung on and fouled over the Millard North dugout. Our high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities brought to you by Johnson Landscape and Optical Gallery. A big thank you to all of our fine sponsors. one nothing Millard North, bottom of the sixth. Carney with their best threat of the ball game. Runners at second and third, one out, one and two. To the number five batter, Braden Anderson. And the pitch from Pankin and change up, and he fouls it back. And that's the key. Stay alive. Get that ball in play. Millard North is already showing you defensively that they're willing to give up the run. Stutz is at third. Johnson is at second. The pitch again. Fastball a little low. Good placement. Ball two, two and two. Millard North, the only run of the game, came in the top of the fifth. Carney Highs left two men on in the second and third. Now here with two on in the sixth. A little extra time from Pankin, and he kicks in the 2-2 pitch. Outside and up, ball three. So after being in an 0-2 hole, Braden Anderson has worked himself a full count with Nolan Smith on deck, and Smith has flied out twice. A walk would be good news because Smith another fly out, then maybe we get the game tied that way. Whatever it takes, one nothing. Millard North. The 3-2 pitch to Anderson. Outside, got away. Here comes Stutz with the game-tying run. He's saved. 
And the run ball gets away again, and that will allow Brayden Anderson to get to second. They hadn't made a mistake all day long, and right there the first one's going to cost Millard North. Brayden Anderson draws the walk, and on a wild pitch, Dawson Stutz will score, and then on a throwing error of the catcher trying to get him at the plate, Anderson will run down to second. So Johnson's at third, and that is going to be it for Ty Pankinen. And, yeah, it was a wild pitch, but, boy, what a job he did. And now Carney has a chance to take the lead and maybe sneak out of here with a win. We're going to have a pitching change. It's 1-1. Bottom of the sixth, Carney's got runners at second and third with one out. North, runners at second and third here with one out now. Carney just tied the baseball game. And Palmer's first pitch to Smith, swung on and skied, but it's going to get back and out of play. He's flown out twice. The catcher, Josh Roaring, gives it a look, but it is out of play. So 0-2 for Smith, but he's put the ball in play both times. For Palmer, he's got a 2.47 ERA. This is his fifth appearance. He's 2-0. He's got a save. This is a kid that uh, does okay. 11 and a third inning. He's trying to put out the fire. Curve ball up. Ball one, one and one. Palmer, 11 strikeouts in 11 and a third inning. Four walks. One and one to Nolan Smith. Carter Lee is on deck. One, one, bottom of the six, scheduled for seven. Palmer's pitch. There's the suicide squeeze. It's perfectly executed, and Carney leads it two to one. Perfectly executed by Nolan Smith. Carney's up two to one. Millard North had to know that was a possibility. And Smith drives in the run. Two to one, Carney. Three unassisted down there by Carson Obrecht, but that's all he could do. So two outs. Anderson got down to third, and that'll bring up Carter Lee, the left-hander. Swung on and chopped towards first. Obrecht's going to see it go foul. Boy, that took a heck of a hop off the turf. That was about a foot and a half fair, 15 feet from the bag. And then Obrecht reached for it, and it just went to the foul side, and that'll give Carter Lee another chance. So Ty Pankinen, what a job he did on the mound, and right now he is going to be saddled with the loss if Millard North doesn't score in the top of the seventh. Lucas Wagner will try and finish it off. The 0-1 to Lee. Fastball, straight back on the foul. Strike two, 0-2. Anderson at third. Walked on a 3-2. It was 0-2. Got it to 3-2. A wild pitch. Walk. And it wasn't a horribly wild pitch. Roaring had stopped everything till then. The pitch to Lee. Curveball. Chopped towards second. Off the first hop. It's picked up. And Lee is now retired by Dane Garner. But Carney, after having just one hit coming into the sixth inning, is able to take the lead in this baseball game. Two runs. Managed two hits, there was one error, and one man left on base. We go to the top of the seventh. Carney leads Millard North by a score of 2-1 to one here on ESPN Tri-Cities. They have the one run on seven hits. Ben Windle is in there. He did single to start the fifth, and he ended up being the only run that is scored. And Wagner's first pitch here 
out of the zone, ball one. So Ben Weindel, Dane Garner, Brandon Lundquist, and the pitch. Fastball in there for strike one. Again, Carney goes to number one Omaha Creighton Prep on Thursday. Be interesting to see what they do pitch cut-wise there. If Wagner can get out of here, he'll be eligible to be one of the starting pitchers there. And here's one over the inner third for strike two. One and two to Ben Weidel with Dane Garner on deck. Lucas Wagner, the wind and the one-two. Swung on and hit towards left field. It's foul. Nobody's going to get to that, even if it stays in play, which it doesn't. And so it stays one ball and two strikes. Corbin Rich playing way off that left field line. I mean, he's playing left center. They're playing to pull here on Lucas Wegner for the leadoff hitter in Windel. The pitch. Curveball strike three called. And a big first out here for Carney. That is going to be strikeout number three for Lucas Wegner after Brayden Anderson punched out eight. So that's 11 strikeouts here this afternoon for Miller North. That'll bring up Dane Garner, flown to right, flown to center, and then walked. And on the key play of the game, was thrown out trying to tag in from third on a fly ball out to Corbin Rich. First pitch to him here, fastball caught the outside, strike one. JVs are next, so there's still plenty of baseball to come out and root Carney on on this Monday afternoon, Kearney a ton of Monday home games. Swung on and fouled back at another fastball, 0-2. So Wagner feeling confident right here. Love to have that confident pitcher on your side. Again, the only defensive change is Brayden Anderson went to center when Wagner come into pitch. They just switched spots. And the 0-2 now to Dane Garner. Swung on and missed just off the plate. Strike three. Back-to-back strikeouts, and the Mustangs are down to their final out. And it's their best hitter, Brandon Lundquist. Called out on strikes in the first, grounded to short and reached on an air in the third, and then had the RBI double in the fifth off the base of the right field wall. So you don't want to hang anything to this kid because he can pound it. There is a Grand Canyon in left center. Time call, he'll step out. But Wagner and Carney one out away from a really sweet victory. The pitch swung on and hammered to left, but it is foul. Oh my, did he turn on that? And it just goes off the end of the hitting facility down there. Yowza. Strike one. It wasn't that close, but that was one of the harder hit balls we've seen. Carney is warming up in the bullpen down there. Tanner Johnson, just in case. Wagner's pitch, outside. Made sure that that one was safely out of the zone. One and one. Nobody on, two out, top of the seventh. Carney two, Millard North one. The Cats scratched them both across in the bottom half of the inning. The pitch to Lundquist. Hit into that left center field gap. That's going to be extra bases. Corbin Rich comes over to cut it off. But Lundquist now with the game-tying run in scoring position. One of two Millard North Mustangs to have multiple hits on the day. Back-to-back doubles. And that brings up Carter Hunt, the third baseman. 
Called out on strikes in the second. Struck out swinging in the third. Flew out to left in the fifth. And that was pretty well hit. It was kind of that line shot at Rich that was the start of the double play. And he is a left-handed hitter, so that was an opposite field spank the first time. Lucas Wagner on the mound. A chance to tie it here for Millard North. Lundquist gets his lead. Time called. Lundquist made Braden Anderson think quite a bit when he was dancing out there, and now Nolan Smith is going to come out and talk to his pitcher, Lucas Wagner, just to make sure their signals are on the same spot. Stutz at third, Bober second, Roseberry first, Lees at short, Rich Anderson, Larson around the outfield. So a nail-biter here this afternoon at Kearney's historic memorial field. And the pitch to Carter Hunt. Fastball ripped to right but foul. So the second straight batter jumps all over the first pitch they see from Lucas Wagner but yanks it foul. Strike one. Aaron Einzel, who's two for three, is on deck for Millard North. This is KXPN, Carney KICS, Hastings, PlatteRiverPreps.com, ESPN, Superstation.com. The 0-1 swung on and fouled back, so again it's 0-2. The two outs in this inning have been on strikeouts from Lucas Wagner. Nolan Smith's got to keep it in front of him just in case they try to really make him chase something. Lundquist, the tying run at second, gets his lead, but the 0-2 pitch now from Wagner to Carter Hunt, on away, just outside, ball one. To be honest with you, if it had been an 0-0 count, I could have seen that being a strike, but it's kind of the reverse of the 3-0 that was just enough off the plate, so it's 1-2. Great pitch. That was a great pitch by Wagner. Might try it again. Shortstop holding him on. That's where the hole is, the pitch. Swung on and missed. Held by the catcher, Nolan Smith. And that's the baseball game. And Carney squeaks another home victory out here today as Wagner ends up striking out the side and getting five strikeouts in two innings worth of work. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left on base, and the three Ks for Lucas Wagner. How about 13 strikeouts in the game for Millard North here today? in their 21 outs. Carney 2 to 1. They improve to 11 and 6 and Millard North will drop to 9 and 9 and we'll be back with the New West Post Game 